0: Hello.
1: Hey. Hey.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, since we're recording, let me go ahead and do the intro. Uh, welcome to the Pure, uh, Pure Blood Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Bell, and this is uh, Jane Doe uh, from an undisclosed location. Uh, she's she's a uh, private healthcare worker, and she's seen she's worked in some hospitals, and she's uh, seen some things. Uh, go on in these hospitals, and she's here to tell her story.
1: So I'm going to start off with COVID. Um, Yes, COVID is pretty much real, um, but there are a lot of misdiagnoses going on right now with it. Um, I had Mm -hmm. family members misdiagnosed with it, and it almost killed them because of the misdiagnosis. Um, No treatments were done. They were sent home with medicine and said figure it out yourself so hospitals are not really treating covid they're saying they are but they're really not they're not doing what they're supposed to do um they will misdiagnose people for the money right
0: right and i and i've i you you're not the first person that heard that i mean um you know even even in the pandemics um that the height of it i mean we saw people who claimed they have it, or said they have it, but they died from something else, or they got misdiagnosed with it, and mm-hmm. um, and you said it was like for money, right?
1: Um, definitely a lot of it for the money. Um, I'm get guesstimating here, and I only say that because of legal reasons. It, each diagnosis you get either 1000 to $5,000 per patient that you diagnose with COVID.
0: No. Wow. So it's that. So 1000 to 5000
1: If not more.
0: Wow. So it's really, now, so it's you t- really t- mis-
1: incentive then. It, it, it's all about the money with this pandemic. And I say that because of, like I said, the misdiagnosis I've had in my family, um, the close calls I've had in my family with something other than just COVID.
0: Right. Um, right.
1: You know, I had a family member end up with blood clots and double pneumonia. And I was told that they had COVID. I took them to get tested again. And the COVID test was negative next day. So you tell me that you're supposed to quarantine for 10 days to 14 days. If you have COVID, but when the tests come back negative, then what are you supposed to do?
0: All right, And it's and it's not like you can tell it's not like you can tell them either. It's like you mm-hmm. know, they're you know, they're they're just as cool. It's it it feels like a lot of doctors are, the uh doctors are just clueless about everything and just doing it for money.
1: It's honestly boiling down to money. Um another topic I will tell you guys about and this is honest the vaccine. Um I had family members take it that contracted COVID and continuously took the shot like they were supposed to and had it 10 times worse. I've had family members pass away from the COVID vaccine. I've had family members in the nursing home that were forced to take the vaccine and passed away from it. So this vaccine isn't stopping COVID. It's not putting milder symptoms. It's not doing anything. It's just something here. Just take it because the government's telling you to take it.
0: Uh-huh. so- so, with that being said, do you think there's, like, a, an incentive to take, uh, what like, like a commission to uh, take the shot on the uh, hospital's end, or?
1: See, I, how I see it, it, in healthcare, if you don't take the shot or have a medical exempt on why you cannot take it, then you're screwed. You're no. screwed all the way around. And it's not fair for somebody to have to put their job on the line. Last year, we were heroes. In twenty twenty, all medical staffing, whether you were CNA, in home health aide, uh, hospital worker, or anything, you were considered a hero. And this year, now we're we are now an enemy because we half of us don't want to take the vaccine because it's being mandated. If you didn't mandate something and push something that is not perfectly safe then more people would take the vaccine
0: right right but now uh, now the mandates like they're just causing a ruckus i mean i mean it's and it's every, and it's everybody i mean it's it's all it's all it's all sectors or industries of america it's like they're pushing some type of vaccine and I, and I, you know I, coming from the business business perspective it doesn't really make any sense cuz how how can you inject something that's that has no uh, long term, like long term studies into your workers, especially if your worker is like a key person. I mean, it it doesn't.
1: They don't it, care.
0: Yeah. It. Is, I mean, I, I suppose. I mean, I mean. It, I guess it only. They don't. They're gonna care if it affects their bottom lines. At uh, bottom line, though. So.
1: It, it, it's like the flu shot. It's mm. gonna be mandated. It's it's gonna be recommended to take every year from here on out. Um. I don't see why because the people that I have taken care of that have had COVID survived it. They have the Delta variant. Um, and I did not know this until recently. Um, COVID can be found in your bloodstream. Really? Yes. It wow. can be found in blood work. And I did not know this until uh, recently and it's very scary to think that that is "quote unquote" deadly can be found in blood.
0: Right, right. Because if you, I mean, I mean, I would assume that you, if it's found in your bloodstream, that means like you're immune to it, right? Or is it like an antibody?
1: You can have you can have the antibodies for COVID and still catch it, but once mm. you catch it. And this came from a nurse that I have spoke with um, behind the closed doors and stuff. Uh, we were speak I was speaking with this uh, gentleman and he told me, he said, the vaccine doesn't work if you've already had COVID. You you have the antibodies. So if you've already had COVID, you have the antibodies. So there's no reason to take the vaccine because all it's going to do is kill the antibodies off.
0: Right, right. and. Uh, and-, and- and we can and weaken your immune system, correct?
1: Yes, oh, yes. Okay. I take black atterberry syrup, two teaspoons a day, or a little bit of a cup, and then I take vitamin zinc and I take vitamin C, and I take a thousand milligrams of vitamin C and I take zinc, and I'm just fine. And I haven't caught it.
0: <laughs> you and me, you and me both, uh, because I, I, you know, I take, um. Yeah, zinc, um, vitamin C. Hell, I even do cold showers, and I haven't caught anything. Like I, I've been, I've been, I've been sick. I've been sick because of a cold, and you know, changing of the seasons. But that's it.
1: Yeah, mine are mine's just strictly allergies. Um, and and the one thing I want to say with this, uh, with the Fauci situation, he's a fraud. I will forever believe that he decided he was going to mandate something. And say that this shot's perfectly fine. It's not. It's taken the lives of thousands among thousands of people. Um, last year, when y'all, y'all saw all of New York basically looking like a ghost town and it being shut completely down because of everything, mm. it, it makes you really wonder: it was it really COVID, or was there something else going on? Because a lot of people that were supposedly dead from COVID were not really dead. Mm, yeah. And that's the scary part is to sit here and think, you know, on our death certificates now, if you didn't die by a gunshot wound, a stab wound or something, you're getting diagnosed with COVID.
0: Right. I mean, it and it goes back to, I mean, it goes back to fraud, though. I mean, medical it, fraud. It
1: really is. All it is is fraud. And with election year coming up, you know, they're trying to do everything they can to scare into voting. Mm. It's a scare tactic as well. And that, that's the one thing I've noticed throughout this pandemic is it's been a scare tactic. Six feet apart, face coverings, yada, yada, yada. I understand that. But I also understand that you can wear your face mask. I don't care what you do to protect yourself. What I care about is when you go out in public and you tell somebody like myself or people in my family how to dress, how to act, what to do, what to say.
0: Right, right, and then you got the crazy, you got the crazy ass people online who, you know, like to rat out people for not following those rules.
1: Oh yeah, and and honestly, it's only gonna get worse.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and I can tell. I mean, even with um, actually, I was just reading, I was just reading about a um a story about um uh, a lady who's caring for her husband, and he got an injury from the vaccine and she was saying that, you know, no one cares and whatnot. And I think that's the I think that's the biggest thing with this is that, you know, it's almost it's almost like a game. I mean it's almost like a um it's
1: cat like and a, mouse game.
0: yeah, it's like a cat cat and mouse game. I mean it's
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, if you get injured, we got you, we don't care. You know?
1: It it's like when I was in the hospital at work. Um, there was a couple of uh, nurses I had spoke with that were dealing with cardiac patients, dealing with stroke patients, dealing with patients in general. And they straight up said, we're not going to handle it unless it's COVID. And I was like, but you send the people home that are supposedly diagnosed with COVID, you send them home and tell them to figure it out. You don't give them any, any medications. Any whatsoever,
0: and you don't—they don't even don't treat them.
1: No, um, what they do is they will send you home with a prescription for nauseated, like being nauseous, and that is it. That is the only thing they give you, and then they tell you go home and fend for yourself and figure it out and let it run its course. Yeah, it's like a—it's not a common cold. It's just a vi—it's a virus that can be deadly if you don't, if you do not properly take care of yourself. So if you were to contra- contract COVID, the best to stay hydrated, eat a lot of food. Like, yes, you will lose your sense of smell and taste. I've seen it happen. But if you don't eat, you're going to get worse and it could potentially kill you. Um, the fever, treat with Motrin. Do not treat with Tylenol because the Tylenol will not do mo- much for you. And, you know, keep taking your vitamins, drink your water, stay hydrated, make sure you're on vitamin C, zinc, like elderberry syrup, you know, like raw honey, all of that, because that's going to prevent you from getting worse. And I mean, it's, it's, I mean it's,
0: it's straightforward, you know, <laughs> beats, beats a shot.
1: <laughs> and, and honestly, it scares me because they're trying to drink, and uh, uh, I'm not taking that too lightly to the heart right now because you can't force a vaccine on children if the parent get, and you go after a child with a needle. I'm pretty sure several parents are coming after you with their freaking uh firearms, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a oh man, uh, the, millions of parents are not liking that at all, and yeah, it's just it is. And you hear stories about how you know the kids, kids are like suffering from heart attacks and whatnot. And I even, I even posted some like, I'm like, oh yeah, uh, kids don't suffer, don't have uh, heart attacks, y'all. You know, and they're not, and really they're not supposed to. But I mean, okay,
1: it, they're okay. So what well, if you choose to get your child vaccinated? That is 100 percent your choice. Okay.
0: Right.
1: What I don't stand for is mandating a vaccine to a child that already has prior problems with their heart or something, because sometimes there could be, and and even now, it's when you see a child, oh, I got the vaccine, and you see on the news, oh, he fell over dead, it's like what's really in these vaccines that are killing these innocent children, Mm, what's really going on behind the closed door that the CDC doesn't want going on? Why did the FDA have him magically approve it when it wasn't even tested long enough?
0: Right, and why? Did, and what? And further, why did they uh, lock up? What was it the documents for like uh, like fifty four, like fifty years or something like that? It, it was like we couldn't we couldn't study it or see it until the year twenty seventy six.
1: <laughs>
0: because <laughs> so what like, it is. Geez.
1: I could pretty much tell you what it is. It's all politics. It's all all politics. Like I said, this 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 COVID shit. I will bluntly tell you, yes, and yes, it is fraudulent, and yes, it is politically politically uh yeah
0: politically uh yeah uh, politically aligned. I would say.
1: It all oh, yeah. lines up to 2022, 2024. Um, and, you know, with Fauci coming out and saying, get used to living with COVID, that really want, that really sits here and makes you wonder, what is he actually hiding behind? Because if you're getting ready to sit here and say, you have to learn how to live with COVID, then if that's the case, then you need to learn how to, you know live unmasked and shit like that because masks will not protect you
0: yeah i mean per per seat was it per cdc um so i mean it, there there's a lot of there's a lot of um these very same organizations that people follow they'll say like they'll say stuff like masks um you know masks don't doesn't work and you know we, People like me and you will say that. See, even CDC says so, and we get We'll just catch hell with it, you know. So, um,
1: and this is why I do not. I don't follow. I do follow CDC guidelines to an extent, and I do follow the FDA for an, an extent period of time. But there comes a time where you have to branch away from what the government's telling you to do and do your own thing and be your own person. Because right now it's all about mind control with the government. If it's not if it's not something that they can manipulate and control, they're going to use it any way, shape, form or fashion to control you.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: They go through what they're doing is they're using music, they're using TVs, they're using video games, they're using anything to get your children and this is this is where I finally laid down the law and made my assumptions up. And it's not really assumptions. It's based on factual proof that I've done and research I've done for months and the fact that I, I am a healthcare worker and the fact that I live and I have been through all this with COVID. I refuse to have my child live in fear for the rest of their life because... People don't want to see the truth behind the lies of the government.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's and it's and it's 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 a hell and it's a hell of a lie. It's a hell of a lie. You gotta, you know, I'll tell you that it's a hell of a lie. It's just like you said, I mean, we can't live in fear forever, you know, and there's and I and I always say that there are worse diseases out here than COVID. Like, COVID's at the least cancer.
1: there's HIV, there's yeah. AIDS. There's all kinds of shit that's 10 times worse than covid. And yeah. you know what what puzzles me the absolute most? Cancer's been around for what generations and decades, magically they don't have for it, but they have a cure for covid within a year. Mhm. But In my perspective, I believe that there is a cure for cancer. It's just nobody's allowed to touch it because they make money off of cancer patients.
0: Right, right, absolutely. Um,
1: And that's that's really sad to say because I've known some great people that have passed from cancer and God, cancer sucks ass. But, you know, I'm going to expose this once and for all and take it for what it's worth. The medical field right now, we are the enemy.
0: That's a hell of a thing to say coming from someone in the medical field.
1: We are the enemy. If we are not vaccinated, we are the enemy. Oh, yeah. And and it's going to be like that for a long time. And it's like I said before, why inject our bodies with something that could potentially kill us? Or give us something that, you know, could harm us 5, 10, 20 years down the road. And, oh, hey, did you take the COVID-19 vaccination? Well, yes. Well, you're in, confiscating for, you're in compensation for this, that, and the third. You yeah. know, it, it's a scary situation to think about because you know have them going into schools saying, hey, we can vaccinate your children. Or tell your children, hey, get vaccinated and don't tell your parents
0: yeah that yeah that that was the one that freaked me out the most i was yeah i when I saw that I, I was like I would never yeah, public schooling is something I would never put my kids through i mean that's that was absolutely insane that you you well, go my you go behind your back
1: let my yeah. child come home and say, Hey, mom, they gave me a vaccine at school. I promise you you'll see me on the news because I'm going to jail.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you and like a million other moms.
1: Hell, because even. Uh, it, it's scary because right now, like I said last year, healthcare workers were considered heroes. Now we are considered state enemy of the state. Yeah. Because half of us don't need or want the COVID vaccine because we don't feel like it's been properly administrated and it hasn't went through all the trials that it needed to go through.
0: So, so with that being said, how um, uh, what do you think? Did, how many other nurses out there who think who think the same as you? Do you know, or are you just met with you know, ridicule, ridicule, and whatnot?
1: I am met with. I'm on both sides of the spectrum, if that makes sense. Um, I get hit being ridiculed a lot because oh, well, you should take it. It's good for you. No, what's good for my health is me minding my business and keeping my uh, uh, miss locked and loaded, ready to go at any point and keeping, you know, miss, I can uh, gu- mm-hmm. um, I get ridiculed a lot and a lot of hey you know i see where you're coming from from this spectrum of you know hey i'm not comfortable doing this i have a medical reason why i cannot take the vaccine and i was told right. i was told by my person by my health care provider and this is coming from a healthcare provider i do not believe you need the covid vaccine right they, and, and the reason they said that is because one they're worried about what could happen to they don't know what could potentially happen with people with heart problems they don't know what could happen with people with uh brain issues and it's really scary to think about like that because we never know what's going to happen from a day in to day out situation and if you have a pre-existing condition it's just going to get worse so cardiac patients if you go and take the vaccine you know, you could die from your heart imploding, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't say that to scare you. I say it from what I've seen and what I've heard and what I've researched and what I've understood from my doctor, cardiac doctors, brain doctors. Like, this this isn't a joke anymore. Like, at first, everyone was like, oh, ha, 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 another, another pandemic's going to hit. What I truly see happening with election years coming up we are going into another state of lockdown. We are going to be forced to either take the vaccine or elope, and if you don't know how to survive, you're.
0: Yeah, and that's the uh, that's the reality that most people face, or not at least at least most people in certain states. I mean Georgia, but even georgia I mean, even certain states in the South. I mean, we're not you know safe out here, but um but i do want to bring it back i want to bring it back to the hospitals and because and what you said in regards to one of your fellow um fellow nurses who said they were um purposely killing folks um injecting them with fentanyl because i remember you told you told me a story like that and Um... yeah and i wanted to i know I know i know it's a it's that is a dark topic but i do want to i do want to cover it because i think that like i think a lot of hospitals are like that so you want to share that story
1: um i will give you guys a little bit of um the dark stories of the hospital and um there's a lady i worked with at um a hospital here in uh the states and um This was back when the fentanyl and the opiate crisis was going on. Um, I mean, it's going on, but it's it's not as big as it was. Um, Back when the opiate crisis started and the needle crisis started when um, doctors and rehab facilities were giving out needles for whatever reason, um, sometimes doctors would try to they would write a prescription for, like I said, like, I'm going to say the Xanax. Uh, pretty much anything to kind of help mellow somebody out. Um, me- uh, I'm trying to think of the name. I'm sorry. Uh, fentanyl was on the list of medications that are no longer in hospitals. Um, it was in the hospital at one point, but it is no longer there. Um, that killed several people and... That, that's the thing is fentanyl is a very dangerous drug and at the time some they wouldn't look at the vials because you can crush it up into a vial and make mm. it look like liquid um it's not hard to do any drug can be a liquid it's not hard um and, and you know they would take fentanyl and inject it into people do i believe that that do I believe that that was the right way to go? No. Um, here's some more dark truth on the hospital. Hospitals will kill people off just to get a check. What? Uh, yes.
0: Wow. Could you elaborate? Could you elaborate on that? Um,
1: so... From experience... um. Working with a friend of mine that was in the hospital, that worked at the hospital. Um, So, we had a call. This, in particular, call was at 5 a.m., and we were fixing to do shift change. And a patient comes in, planning of cardiac arrest. Um, We do vitals. We do everything. Her heart, the heart's fine. Well, they misdiagnosed her with something, gave her medications through an IV, and we had discovered her dead 2 days later. No way. Yeah. I'm not sure what the medications were. We were not sure if it was from the heart complications. All we know is that she was given a medication potentially ended her life. We were not constructed on we were not instructed on all the information that we needed is why i no longer work for this company nor this hospital i still talk to my friend that works up there but i will not do business with the hospital again and that is solely due to the fact that i had to that hospital was misdiagnosed um i went to that hospital and almost lost my life several times once at 15 years old um and, and it's really scary
0: so it's basically basically medical malpractice, wouldn't you call it that?
1: I would call it, therefore, lack of term, medical medical fraudulent neglect.
0: Wow! And then, like, and then, so, and so, every any time uh, someone dies in the hospital, they get a they the hospital themselves get a check.
1: I believe so. Um, I had a family member die in the hospital in um, uh, May and made bank off of it. I,
0: uh, just, uh, I do want to ask just for, just for an example. I mean, how much do they make? Do you know?
1: <laughs> it, it, it's close to, I want to, I can guesstimate. I, I can't tell you an exact price because I haven't been in a hospital for a while, um, I want to say about fifty thousand to sixty thousand, if not more.
0: Jeez, is it like in medical bills, or you know they, or or is this just, is like a kickback to from the uh, funeral from the funeral industry?
1: That one I don't know. Um, I do know the medical bill that that my family received was over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Mm. Um. And here's where the kicker was. The funeral cost us right at 15,000.
0: Yeah. That, that's and um...
1: to have him. And to have my family member transported from the hospital to the morgue, to the um thing was right at 65,000. So hospitals and morgues are making bank right now.
0: Yeah. and I, And that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. Um, because you know, as you as you know we talked before, you know, even my father, um, you know, my father passed away this uh, this year. and um, but you know, with everything, with all the costs associated and whatnot, I mean, it was damn near ten grand for mine for my funeral. So or for my dad, my father's funeral. so so I know that you know people that people are dying left and right. I know that the hospitals, the funeral homes, and everyone in, and everyone in between are just making money so and, and
1: and it's really jacked up to take somebody's you know crushed hope and dreams and spirit right now when somebody t- passes they need that time to mourn they don't need time to they don't have time to sit here and worry about what bill is coming in next they need time to grieve they need time to mourn they need time to bury their parent or their loved one and and it's really sad to say that when um My parent passed away. It was three thousand dollars, and uh, it it was just an all all around bad experience because I was getting bills left and right.
0: Yeah, I I still
1: next of kin.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm still. I mean, hell, I'm still getting bills from my from you know from both my mom and my dad. And my mom and it's almost and it's coming up on two years from my for my mom. And I'm still getting oh. bills left and right.
1: Well, the per my my father passed away, and when my father passed, I'm still getting bills. I'm still getting, you know, this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, I've already paid for everything. And my dad didn't die in a hospital. He died at home.
0: Right. That's yeah, and, that's that's crazy. And... So it's like a medical, yeah. I mean that's Man, I mean, it's our healthcare system is dark. <laughs>
1: uh, dark is a nicer way to put a it's very corrupt. Yeah. And, and like I said, speaking with some of the fellow nurses I've worked with, um, being back and forth with hospitals, I just don't care. I just I assume stay away from hospitals and continue to do what I do. And that is be a private aid for what I do for a living. And it's scary to say that. But being privately owned, they can't mandate me to do anything. Mm. Even though I have a contract, I can still sit down as a civil human and say, hey, this is not for me. And this is what I was told. And I can get medical. Like my doctor can tell me you don't need it.
0: Right, right.
1: And there's one thing I will say Zoloft. do not. I will not recommend it. Zola. Now that is for mental health.
0: Ooh, I'm let's see. Type, so, what's the scoop for this?
1: I, I'm gonna give you a little inside. This is something that can be very addicting and hard to get off of, and it is also. It, it's not for me. I had to take it for about a month, and I ended up getting really sick from it. Um, I lost a crap ton of weight because of it. It's a very dangerous drug and that's why it was pulled from shelves and it has to be ordered specifically if you prescribe to you, you have to order it. There's no mm. way around it. And, and the reason I say that is I took it and I lost right at almost 100 pounds.
0: Wow, that's crazy.
1: But the FDA, they approved it but it was more so the CDC approved it. And yeah. it, it 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 can make you sick, it can make you addicted, and it can make you look like a walking zombie.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's...
1: The one thing I will say is don't go out there, oh, hey, I need Zoloft because I want to lose weight. No, 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 because it will mess with your chemical, the chemicals in your brain. Trust me. And it's very difficult um, to come off of. It's very, it's highly, highly dangerous to come off of, and you have to have somebody watch you to make sure you don't go into shock.
0: That's crazy! Wow, that's crazy. That's so, uh, ooh, and I remember, I remember seeing commercials for commercials for like Zoloft and you know stuff like that. So it's like, ooh, that's that's crazy. That's that's wild.
1: And, and that's so. the thing; they're not going to tell you the side effects
0: and if they do and if they do they're like so side effects are side. it's like very mild you know very very mild but it's like but you but if you read in the bottom they'll they'll list the side effects like really quickly though
1: see and that's the scary part is if you're saying mild side effects and somebody has a severe side effect what are you supposed to do uh, let me explain to you what happened with me it was a lot one i lost a crap ton of weight I was irritable. I could not sleep to save my life. Like a walking zombie. You know, walking dead zombie. And I got really irritable. I got really violent. And I try not to be a violent person. I, I try hard not to be. But at this rate, I was just irritable and ready to fight anybody that stepped to me wrong. I, it could be anybody. And I was throwing hands. And so when my doctor took me off of it, my withdrawal was so bad. My my tongue started swollen so bad I had to take um, my facial piercings out. It was that bad. My hands started swelling really bad. I couldn't wear it. um and I looked like I looked like I had gained three hundred pounds, but I didn't. It was a lot of retaining water and a lot of other issues. And, um, I had finally got some blood work done and I was like, what's going on? They said, you had a reaction to the Zoloft and we had to emerge immediately take you off because you were fixing to die.
0: Wow. That's, it's scary.
1: It's a very scary. Medicine is a very scary situation to be in and it's a very dangerous situation to be in, um, Sometimes the doctor will prescribe it and the person will have the greatest outcome with it. Unfortunately for me, I didn't have that outcome. I'm still trying to find what's going to work for me and my mental health rather than what's going to work for everybody else.
0: Mm. Yeah, and, and, just modern medicine is, I would say modern medicine is one of the most dangerous things out here.
1: It's modern warfare on your body.
0: Man, that's crazy. That's yeah. That's yeah. That I mean, that's good. You were saying something.
1: It's very scary and very. It's very dangerous. And with Alzheimer's, people are getting family members of the elderly. Um, me being one of them, me being a caretaker for the elderly, a lot of people are being misdiagnosed with dementia and Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. It's, I promise you, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, yeah. and that's one of those things that's covered up, then, huh?
1: I wouldn't say perhaps it was covered up. I will say that sometimes with, with dementia and with Alzheimer's, it's hard to diagnose properly. So that's why I can't say that it's a dark situation situation because sometimes the darkest situation could be the brightest situation for somebody Mm. Um, and and that's not like I said I'm not going to say it's a dark situation for it but I'm not going to say it's a light situation either
0: Right, absolutely
1: I'm just going to say it is is what it will be because um, to diagnose dementia Alzheimer's and all that it's really hard it's really hard because you know you both of them you're losing your memory and sometimes you can get misdiagnosed and then turn around oh i misdiagnosed you and i'm sorry or hey i misdiagnosed you and oh fucking well
0: yeah i mean that's man the misdiagnosing i think that's the one that, that's one of those things that scares me i mean that's
1: <laughs> would you go into the topic of misdiagnosing cuz i can do that all night
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean i mean i mean
1: Misdiagnosing people is a lot more common than what it should be in modern medicine and it's very scary and it's not uncommon and in the scary part about it is we can sit here day in and day out and think that oh well we don't have nothing wrong two days later you go to another you go to your doctor oh you have this this and the tenth wrong with you and you're like but i just came in and you said i was fine well oops i misdiagnosed you yeah, it's, it's not uncommon.
0: Yeah, that, I would say that's medical. I'd say that's on par with medical malpractice,
1: and it is. And, and okay. the medical malpractice going on, it shouldn't even be legal. It should be the amount of bullshit going on legal right now.
0: Yeah, and it, um, and it, and all of it violates uh HIPAA laws.
1: Oh yeah, HIPAA laws are always uh, violated with that.
0: Yeah, it's
1: it's. Uh... The thing is, you know, HIPAA is a very, and, and here's what got me is that the government is trying to get to where HIPAA laws are now open, so they can see the, so they can see your vaccine, eh, vaccine, vaccine reports. And honestly, I don't believe anybody should have access to your vaccines except for you and your doctor. What?
0: Wait, wait, wait. Governments are trying to pry that open?
1: Yes, they are.
0: That w- wow, that's a that's a violation.
1: Um not only does it The reason the bill has not passed is because our house right now will not pass it due to HIPAA Due to HIPAA being a uh, medical fraud, if it is open and it's uh medical violations and you can sue whomever opens it. Okay. But what they're trying to do is open it up so they can see who got vaccine, who got the COVID 19 vaccine, who got the smallpox vaccine. You know, they go back to your childhood and your children's vaccine vaccine report and i'm just sitting here like you guys are really dumb if you think you're gonna get away with it and that's
0: that i mean i mean but that's something that i mean that's something that most people don't even realize that you know they can do that it's like that's a very that's like that's like it's on par with um the government spying on your uh banking that's Mm -hmm. that's i mean that's that's just a blunt violation of privacy so that's I so mean, that's I, I can
1: in right now with whom, with what is an office and whom is running the office right now. They don't give a shit. They just want power and control. And that's on both sides of the fence. But it's more so with the Democrats than it is Republicans.
0: I mean, we can. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can talk politics all day long. It's just I, I mean, do I
1: this <laughs> all day with politics. I just don't have the energy. Uh, because my stands on it, I will hurt feelings and not give a shit and keep going about my day. <laughs>
0: yeah. And this is, and it's a very, this is a very public podcast. So, <laughs> I mean, we're pushing, we're kind of pushing it with uh, just exposing, you know, the hospitals. So, I don't know. That's, I mean, it's not something that, you know, it, it's something that let's not add, add fuel to the fire, basically. Oh, no. That's what I'm trying I- to say.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna go into adding fuel to the fire, but anytime you feel like talking, just hit me up anytime.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, but um, um, so anything else? I mean, anything else you, that you know that you want the public to know about? Because especially in regards to vaccines or COVID, or you know the ho- the way the hospitals are ran. Because we're co- we're actually well, coming up on.
1: I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it with open arms in an open heart please take your zinc vitamin c black elderberry syrup do not take anything with aspartame in it and if you think that you have covid get a second opinion please get that second opinion because at any point for me, when my when I was told my family members had COVID, I immediately called and got another appointment because I didn't believe it. And it's not that I didn't want to believe it. It was the fact that with so many people coming out as misdiagnosed with COVID, the second opinion is what really helped us figure out what was what at the time.
0: So basically, you know, uh, talk to your doctor doesn't cut it. Talk to your second doctor does, so
1: the hospital, and you're saying that you're having symptoms of COVID. They were gonna, they're gonna swab you there, and if it comes back positive, go to your doctor the next day. Immediately call your doctor when you leave that hospital and say you need an appointment, and here's why. And you can sit in your car and get tested, because your doctor is gonna give you more information than a hospital will.
0: Mm.
1: And. They will give your doctor can prescribe you a steroid to help you get over it
0: right, right, okay then
1: and if you have a bad cough, they will prescribe you an inhaler to so, where the hospital won't
0: right and I get and i'm get I'm assuming the hospital will just will just leave you to die. I mean by the way, you sound by the way by the by the so, way that uh, I've seen and what how you're sounding.
1: From my experience with the hospitals, they do not care. They will not put you unless you were so bad that you you're fixing to die they're not gonna do anything. And I say that because the family member that had the blood clots and pneumonia and COVID and all that was not hospitalized and so after he went to the hospital, his doctor went to the hospital. Wow. So, three, three trips, almost four trips later, they finally put him in the hospital and said, yeah, he's got COVID still, has pneumonia still, and he had his for over a month. Wow. COVID lasted over a month for my family member.
0: That's crazy.
1: And the whole time, I had to suit up when I was taking, when I was down there because... He could not eat nothing. He couldn't drink nothing. He couldn't keep his appetite. And just to do what I had to do, I had to get tested religiously when I was down there. Because if I catch it and I bring it home, somebody in my home could could potentially catch it and get really, really sick.
0: Right, right. So, I mean, and, and, you know, I mean, I I never denied COVID. I mean, and uh, apparently it's no joke now. So, I mean, COVID's, you know, I I just, I have protocols in case I get COVID. I have certain protocols that I, that I can do. So I'm Mm. not really, so I'm not really, um, like I'm not going to, it's not something to freak out. If I do catch it, I know what to do. But I mean, it's just, you know, just, it's just always taking a precaution. Always, you know, that's why, that's why I take, you know, cold showers, zinc, vitamin C, um, NAC, NAC, I mean all these um, all these uh, supplements. I mean just exercise. So that's I mean that's what I do.
1: That another thing to do, and I know it is nasty. Take a shot of uh, do a shot of the eda syrup, black eda syrup. You can get it at your local farmers market, and it'll prevent it. Really, I will send you some. Uh, what I will do is, uh, I'll uh, send you some.
0: Nice. I never, I never, I never would have thought of that though. That's that's badass.
1: Black elderberry syrup. It is. It's nasty. I promise it's nasty, but it's so beneficial for you, and it has a lot of vitamins. Right.
0: Right. Huh. Hey, Jane, COVID- we kind of, we kind of lost you, but you're back.
1: <laughs> oh, when COVID hit my house, and I took it, um, I never got sick. I, I the only thing I had was a migraine, but it wasn't even COVID related. It was sinus and stress.
0: Okay, yeah. So yeah, black is that elderberry syrup? Yes. Okay, I'm definitely yeah definitely gonna be on the lookout for that though. Um, um, now uh, one more thing, Jane, before we, before we close, um, obviously you've seen, I mean, have you experienced any of your patients being, um, vaccine injured? Um, do you have any insight for that? I mean, what, what to do in, Um, in case that happens?
1: So my, a couple of my family members took the vaccine and ended up with COVID, and the symptoms they said were milder, but um, he got my family member had the sore arm, a uh, really bad headache, fever, and ended up dehydrated. Actually,
0: okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because I'm here. I mean, I hear stories about how you know people have neurological problems after it, so. Um, I mean, that's why I, that's why I kind of wanted your insight, but but I mean, if you if if you know folks that take it took it and no 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 wild no wild symptoms, I mean, that's good, that's real good. So
1: I mean, trust me, I I'll keep my family is continuously trying to get the vaccine in them. So what I'm gonna do is, like I said, I'll keep my eye out, and if something happens, I'll definitely let you know. Yeah. And we'll Definitely. touch base
0: with it. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Jane, if that's if that's all you have to say, um uh thank you so much for this time. I mean, I know you're v- you're a very busy woman, um, but I just I just really wanted this interview because you know, a lot of pe- people had uh, a lot of questions in regards to the medical industry and they wanted an insider. And I think that you given more than enough insight on that industry.
1: Um, I will say, just be careful. And if you guys are thinking about taking the vaccine, um, precautions. Get your black elderberry syrup on site. Keep your zinc. Keep your vitamin C. Water around and quarantine yourself. And that's not to be a bitch or to be rude. That is me from a medical standpoint saying this. This could be something, our lives because th- there.
0: A new strand coming out, right?
1: Which Where we will the, talk uh...
0: about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'll I'll invite you back and talk talk about it. But all right, Miss J- all right, Miss Jane. Um, you have a good night. And this is Michael Bell, the Pure Blood Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Subscribe and share, and we will see you all next time. See ya. All right.